Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. How you doing today? What day is it? It is January 7th. Is it Friday? I think it's Friday. Friday, January 7th, and welcome to the Daily Financial News. If you don't know, this is a new show. We've been doing 1,000 days in a row. Yes, 1,000 days in a row. Haven't missed a day. And if you are a frequent viewer of the series, thank you very much. If you were just finding it for the first time, there is a playlist called Daily Financial News below. You can go back and check out any day you want. It is there. Uh, Have fun with that. Uh, Stay tuned for the end of this. I might choose to go on a rant or I might do a rant video all by itself. But let's just say Mr. Anderson got my goat. So we may go for a rant at the end of this video or I may do another live stream very quickly. But first, let's congratulate Ruben. Ruben, you're doing the work. You got a deal in Texas. I want to say San Antonio, but I don't actually remember that. I remember Texas. So, Ruben, congratulations for getting your deal. Your card will go out in the mail today. Actually, I have cards from Maddie and the Nutson family. I got to send those out, too. So, you guys will all get your cards today. So, it is Friday. The big number of the day was the jobs number. If you remember, uh, we were expectations were for 422. I put out an over-under at 350. And I chose 287 was my number. Uh, the number came in at, where is it? 199. 199. So a big miss. Uh, again, expectations, 422. Our over-under was, uh, uh, what was our over-under? 350. And yes, it looks like Chester, uh, one of the frequent viewers of the channel, guessed 187. I actually think Chester was the only guy or only person, excuse me, in the 100. So uh, I'm going to give it to you, Chester, 187. You got the number. Uh, it was it was a big miss. So if you're sitting here this morning and you're worried about inflation, you're worried about the Fed, and um, you get a horrible jobs number, some folks might inadvertently think, oh, that's good. The Fed won't raise rates. We're not growing. We're not doing this or that. Well, that would make, I guess, logical sense in normal times. Uh, But frankly, every other number in this job report is horrible. First, let me remind you, folks, we are trying to help a million people. So do me a favor. Like, subscribe, share, comment for the algorithm. Let's make more and more people aware of the daily financial news. Uh, We can do it together. So if you don't mind... Like, subscribe, share, comment, all that stuff would be very, very much appreciated. So back to the number, 199. Again, a miss, maybe a sign the economy is not healing, all that good stuff. Second, unemployment rate. Unemployment rate was, I think it was 4.3 last month. Expectation was 4.1. 3.9. Nine. Folks, if uh, 
You don't know anything about the job market. You don't know anything about economics or statistics. If you just look at one number, the unemployment rate's not a bad number. Now, again, this is U3, not U6, and we can get into all of that. But again, unemployment rate 3.9. Full employment for most of my adult life was 6%. Yeah, the job market is pretty good. So what does this mean for the Fed? Well, I think the Fed saw this coming. They obviously get numbers before you and I. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, They got a problem. Uh, Remember, about a year ago, I shared with you that the Fed made a mistake. The Fed is repeating mistakes from Arthur Burns. Again, I've done research. We went back and looked at Fed presidents. I did the 50-year spreadsheet for you. Arthur Burns, what did he do? He was not an economist. What he did is he was a he was basically a I don't know an entrepreneur, a manager. Let's call him a manager, a senior leader. And he said jobs are important. Everything else will take care of itself. So he focused on unemployment, and he was the spark that really caused the recession or the inflation that was to come. Wage inflation. He started in the '60s, and we paid for it in the '70s. What happened here is. Powell, probably rightly so. We go into this once-in-a-lifetime, 100-year thing, fingers crossed. He goes from stable prices to, God, the job market is crazy, 16 million people unemployed in a week or whatever it was. We got to do what we can. He changed the priority. It used to be 1A was stable prices, 1B was employment. He switched them. And if you were a parent, you know you can't have two top priorities. Guess what? Time to switch back. Time to switch back. So again, we're at full employment. It just stop the madness. We have to worry about stable prices. I think Powell is communicating and the Fed is telling us. That's why the bad or the surprising news on Wednesday, which was not surprising to me or this channel if you're watching. So again, unemployment number 3.9%, but that's not the worst of it. Again, if you're worried about inflation, the worst number was wages. And again, I've been kind of repetitive here, but we are repeating the 70s. Wage inflation is taking off. Wage inflation is becoming rooted and stable in the system, which is going to ripple through for years. Wage inflation was up 4.7%. Yeah. Again, it feels great if you're an employee. If you don't know what really happens, if your wages go up 4.7%, but inflation is 8%, are you really ahead? Again, inflation is a tax. Inflation is regressive, which means it hurts the bottom more than the top. And there's only a few of us that actually can use inflation to get rich. That's why I created that shirt. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to my website, One Rental at a Time. Check out, uh, I have a, it's a black shirt with a, a guy saying, uh, you, I think I have two versions. You can, you can get rich or I can get rich using inflation. Ask me how. Uh, pretty powerful stuff. So again, generally speaking, the number this morning was horrible on all fronts. Not creating enough jobs. Participation rate still down. Two and a half million people short. Inflation, 4.7%. Blah, 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 blah. Um, it is going to get crazy. So... Um, 
expect the Fed to be aggressive. What they told on Wednesday is going to happen. They're going to, the triple threat, right? They're going to raise rates early. They're going to raise rates often. They're going to taper and they're going to remove liquidity from the system. They're going to be selling bonds instead of buying bonds. It is going to get messy. The Fed is in, the Fed painted themselves into a corner and they are stuck. Next up, we got news from GameStop. I was making fun of GameStop seemingly two or three weeks ago about, hey, all, your, your plan as executive is just to sell shares into the frenziness. Well, it looks like the, game, the GameStop executives have continued to be, they're not really, think, I don't know, are they thinking ahead or not? They're basically playing into the mania. GameStop is now going to be create an NFT platform. I don't know about you, but uh, GameStop going into the NFT arena could be the sign of the top. Don't know. Again, not a big fan. Don't know anything about them. But I think it's really interesting that the GameStop executives plan A is to sell shares and hurt individual buyers. And then plan two is what's the craziest thing going on right now? Let's do that. Pretty crazy stuff. I was asked about uh, Kazakhstan uh, in a couple of comments the other day. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I obviously researched a little bit this morning. Could it be a flashpoint that starts lots of things? Absolutely, could be. Um, I think it is, uh, again, it's a sign that Russia and China are together in all of this, uh, meaning that if Russia does something China supports, if China does something Russian supports. So I think it's validation that militarily and kind of economically speaking, you could think of those two countries as united which I think is very interesting because um, if I was on either of those organizations, I don't think I would trust the other uh, because, again, both countries will eventually do what's right for them and them alone. So it would be very strange bedfellows, if you will. It would not be a, um, it would not be a partnership that I think would have a lot of trust. So anyways, I, I don't know anything about Kazakhstan. Uh, I saw, I read what's going on. Um, certainly warrants watching because it could be a flashpoint, but it also could be, you know, nothing inside of, you know, seven days. But uh, I'll keep watching it. I'll do some more reading. I don't know anything about it. You asked. That's what I got. Uh, David Rosenberg is out basically telling you uh, that the feds all talk. Uh, David Rosenberg's a pretty well-known economist. He's basically saying, uh, what I what you and I talked about about three days ago, is the Fed going to have a backbone or are they going to talk? Right now, David Rosenberg is saying, guys, come on. Haven't we learned the Fed yet? They just want to talk. They want to talk tough. They want to be the big bully until somebody punches them in the nose and then they run away scared, crying. That's basically what Rosenberg is saying. And basically, if you want to equate that to running away, Rosenberg says the Fed's not going to let the stock market fall 30%. I don't know about that. I think if the if the stock market fell orderly over the course of, say, six or nine months, I think they would be okay with that. The thing that seems to get the Fed's attention is when there's a, you know, a 1987, you know, Black Monday or a flash crash or something of that nature. Uh, and again, David Rosenberg is saying a Fed, a Fed rate hike all the way to 1.75 would cause a stock market crash of 30%. I don't know if that's true. I think naturally speaking, 
Fed rates should be at 1.752%. I think naturally, you know, remove 2020 and 2021. I think that's a nom- a normal rate. I think David is uh I think David is he's one of those last people at the New Year's Eve party. He's a little buzzed and he just wants more drinks. I, I rates have to go up or else we can't handle the next recession. It is that simple. And yes, uh, there are plenty of assets that are overvalued that will have some pain. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I think the Fed has to raise rates. I, I think Powell has to have a backbone. And again, go back to the jobs number. It was horrible. We didn't add enough. Wages are way up. It's Unemployment's 3.9. What's Powell going to do? He's got to raise rates. So yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh, we are going to see uh, some more tug and pull. It's going to be very interesting to watch the work from home and the return to office. Are we going to have hybrid schedules? Uh, how I see this playing out over the year is right now employees have the power. I mean, just look at the Jolt survey. We got six million or six point five million people quitting. Uh, we've got uh, jo- you know I don't know nine million, ten million openings. It's really easy to get a job today. So at least in the short term, short term being six, nine, twelve months, the employee has the power, and as long as there are plenty of jobs, people will quit and just go somewhere else. I've been doing this a long time. I remember what happened when the cycles turned. And we will have a business cycle. Is it late this year, early next year? And at some point, unemployment will rise. People will be let go. And then the employer will have the power. And suddenly, people will start showing up at the office. This is just how business cycles work. So again, the employee has the power like no other decade. Uh, Enjoy it. Go get that raise. Change jobs. This is the time. And again, as somebody who hired and gave raises, if you want to get a big bump, change employers. You want a little bump, stay where you are. It is really that simple. And then finally, we will close it out with China property developers. Again, I'm telling you that China is in trouble because they have broken the spirit of people who buy apartments, their citizens. Now, one of their strongest property developers, I'm going to call it Shimao. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, but I gave it an honest attempt. One of their strongest property developers, one of the ones that did not validate or invalidate the three red lines. Remember, Evergrande got in trouble because they were across the board all bad. Here we have Shimu not doing any of those. They are strong. What is happening? They just defaulted on a bond. Why? They don't have the cash. They don't have the money. So again, what has happened? The Chinese citizen does not believe owning property is the path to wealth. That's what they believed for 40 years. It is broken. They will not be buying. You now have strong property developers whose cash flow statements are being sucked dry. No sales, no sales. You have to pay your employees, you have to pay your suppliers, you have to pay your debt. They're dying dying, right? The blood is not flowing and the cash flow statement is what is important. What happens in all of these folks is they will sell non-core assets first. This is why I don't like net worth. A lot of you talk about net worth, net worth, net worth. Guess what? One of these companies may have a jet on their books for worth 10 million bucks, right? It's an asset. It's a jet. Now they got to sell it. They got to raise cash and they get 1.2 million. Net worth is nothing. 
What is your liquidation value? So again, these are things going on. So at the end, this is the daily financial news. I'm not going to do the rant. I will do the rant in a separate video because I don't want this to be too long. And I want this to be just about the daily financial news. But yes, somebody got my goat uh, and uh, I'm going to do a rant sometime today. So take care, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.